Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's Bud Pod. It's 237. 237. Uh, Oh man, seven <laughs> always kicks me by surprise because I've done heaven so many times. I'm trying to do, uh, get at them. Um, ca- um, two, three, seven, new peas, get them. That's, that's, that's me at my pea restaurant. That's good. And uh, I've just cooked a batch of peas. I'm like, come and get them. Come and get the peas. A batch of peas. A batch of peas. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you'd cook a batch of peas. How would you cook a batch of peas in a way that is new? Oh, the new that just means freshly cooked. Oh, okay. Because it has to rhyme with two. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you meant new as in, like, you've like, never had peas like this. Like, like right, yeah. These have got tarragon in them or something. Right, or new potatoes. And yeah, you know, why oh, are yeah. These new? Why are new potatoes new? That's what I'm thinking of. Are they new because someone grew them to have such thin skins? Right. So is they're that, like a is new that breed of potato? New type of potato? But is that it? I guess it, it must have been a big difference from when all potatoes were like jacket potatoes, right? We go, this thing has got like leather on it. <laughs> that, yeah, thing, there is on potatoes, yeah. This thing has a hide. Yeah, and they were all like purple and yellow. Well, I guess yeah. they are yellow now. It's all purple and red originally. Or yeah, yeah. Like, like corn, you, the original color of corn, you're like, what? It's like rainbow time. <laughs> yeah, full on, full on America's, South America's rainbow plant. Yeah. Imagine how gross um, tortillas used to look. All blotchy and purple and red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the corn used to be even harder to eat. I mean, it's been bred to be fleshy. Yeah. That, the current corn is the fleshiest corn maize has ever been. Corn's never been fleshier than right now. So imagine. Imagine what the the people in the Americas were having Chowing to down on. Have you seen... Before the 1400s. Right? Have you seen early wheat? <laughs> we're talking about we're talking grains, about ancient grains like, like these are rock bands yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you listen to the early stuff early wheatus <laughs> no not wheatus wheat actual wheat, wheat no wheat have you seen this early wheat early wheat um no it's like, I don't it's like grass you get by the side of the road right right you know where you like, like two two thin fronds of what might be grain yeah two, it's like two feet high and it's all scraggly and there's like kind of some seeds in a in like a clumpy small version of what you think of as wheat at the end. Yes. And you go, I I look at those, and because I'm normal, when I look at those, I immediately think, fucking hell. Just imagine how many of those do you have to clump in your little monkey hand before you can kind of make even the shittest piece of bread? Yeah. Oh, how do you even figure out that's food in the first place? I was thinking, how hungry. Did we used to be? You just look at the top of that wisp and go, I'm eating it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm eating it. No, but if we could find some berries, there are no berries, man. And then you eat it and I was like, how is it? And you go, horrible. Didn't taste like food. <laughs> but I bet if I laid it out for ages and then smashed it with some stones and then made it wet again. And then and made a gloop. And then made a gloop and then made it hot again and made it dry again. I reckon I could eat that. I think it'd be okay. It would be full of bits of stone and husk. <laughs> but it would be better than constantly chasing through the wet, wet thorns for berries and rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my theory. Um, oh, man. They must have been hungry. 
just awful awful that's what tips of grass all those people who are like i eat the caveman diet and they just eat like fucking beef mints and 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 you go (laughs) where are you getting beef you should be eating the tops of bits of grass and panicking Uh, you should lose weight through the sheer panic of all the bits of grass you you eat eating like rotting the the rotting deer a rotting corpse of a deer that a that a carnivore has thankfully left weeks ago yeah and you're salvaging i like um i like how one of the ways that, that we hunted was because we're one of the only animals that doesn't move in sprints and bursts oh we move in we can just be like the electric chuck. slide. Yeah, yeah. We, we we're the only animal that electric slides. We're the only animal that electric slides. <laughs> we're the only animal that can pop and lock. <laughs> um, but working but, our way through. Like no other animal can just like jog for hours. Right. Just. Yeah. Right. Like oh. a marathon. Oh, I see. I see. No other animal really does that. We only. Yeah, we only do bursts. Yeah. So like antelopes and stuff. They they they'd sprint, and then they kind of stop, don't they? Yeah. And they sprint and they outrun the line, and the lion and the antelope both stop, like, <sighs> oh Jesus, <sighs> like that. Whereas if you're just like like so to, to early animals, humans were like the Terminator. Right. Not the fastest, but they just don't stop. They're just mm, 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 they just, just jogging going. after you. So if you're a deer, you're just like, what? The- oh God! Again? And then you, you sprint, and then you're safe. And then what's that coming over the hill? It's that hairy guy from before, just mm, 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 just jogging. <laughs> and like, <laughs> they, you can hunt a deer like that. They have a heart attack. They'll die. Right, right. From exhaustion. They just just go. This this can't be how I live. <laughs> how I live. Yeah. And they just die. Right. And then it's you've got yeah, this. Yeah. So like imagine that. Even you can't even imagine like a chimp jogging. How uh, how is that thing? <laughs> like with his fists up, like up against his face. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like not that fast, but it's yeah. not stopping. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a, in a circle around a field. <laughs> What's it getting ready for? Exercise? No, that would panic me, because I know that chimp's getting enough exercise. He's trying to get even more for for a project. It would be quite unsettling if you walk past an enclosure and looked in, and one of the chimps just had a sweatband on. <laughs> where did he get that from he really quickly took it off when he saw you noticed it <laughs> ah, ah, ah. you call over the zookeeper they're doing athletics what was that Livestrong bracelet where do you even <laughs> you can't even get those anymore he's immediately he's like all the chimps like embarrassed and like turning away and turn, hey hey <laughs> <laughs> um, oh uh, speaking of peas as we kind of initially were uh, I want to plug um, Uber Butler's uh, got a new thing coming out. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's coming out. Uh, is it on the 19th? I think it's coming out on the 19th. Let me check this. I'm being dumb. Um, it's basically, you might know Uber Butler from, um, did you see when he got like uh, his, his garden shed to be the, the top rated restaurant I on TripAdvisor? I thought that was him. I thought that was, that was him. Yeah. He's kind of a, um, he's it's, sort of a Sasha Baron Cohen for the digital age. Yeah, the it's, age. it's not pranks in the sense of like, he doesn't do a silly voice or put on a silly costume particularly. It's not like a character. No, but it's, I mean, in his interactions with the with the real world. I guess it's quite, yeah. kind of Chris Morrissey 
It is quite Chris Morrissey. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get real figures to admit to um, yeah. to embarrassing things or crazy things. Yeah, 19th of October, 10 p.m., Channel 4. Um, basically, he takes on Amazon. He... Um, He's. What can I say about it? Because I've seen I've seen a secret advance copy, Phil. Wow! I've seen a secret advance copy in a Manila folder. And some of the stuff, listeners, I can't tell you because it's embargoed under press law or request. I love being embargoed. I feel like I'm a ship or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, he went undercover at Amazon and was accidentally part of their union busting. Ah, right. So they've been trying to fuck over people trying to make a union. Yeah, so he was part of the union busting force. By accident. Right. Yeah. Uh, he became a vigilante filling in potholes and tricked Amazon into paying for potholes around the UK to get filled in. Oh, wow. Using a very clever method that I will not reveal. Oh, wow. Um, and that's embargoed and that's embargoed. <laughs> he did something very funny with um, bottles of piss. Yeah, well... And he did something funny with weaponry. Not since the aviator have you seen bottles of piss be put to such good effect. Exactly, screen. exactly. It's really great. It's I, it's so and it's funny. Like I, I'm I you know, comedians, w- w- comedians are very simple people, in some in one particular way. Definitely, we will always respect something funny. Yes, that's all we need. If something is funny, we are able to look at it and go, you know what. That was funny. Fair enough. I like that. Yeah. And and th- that is why um, I'm just gonna adjust my my Michael here. Um, Your Michael phone. I'm just gonna adjust my Michael phone. <laughs> Mr. Um, Mr. Phone. Please call me Michael. Phone was my um, M phone was my father. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's why comedians will always admit, unless they're really really uptight, that Donald Trump is often very funny. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. He's he, funny. He is good. Um, he's not funny in a way that's good for society or humanity, but he is, and, and he doesn't, I don't think ever means to be particularly, I don't know. Anyway, no, the point as a, is. As, a, as performance art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something kind of um, like found art. It's just this guy's yes. like this. Isn't this funny? Anyway, the point is, it's really funny. I did, that's one of the things that struck me aside from the slight, the sort of investigative journalism fucking with Amazon part. I did think this is really funny. It's really nicely cut together. Um, which is rare. A lot of TV, even that's supposed to be funny, is not very funny now. No, no, because it's not, it doesn't always pursue what is actually funny. I feel maximum jokes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so check that out. Well, I, that sounds intriguing. I highly recommend it. I have a lot of admiration for people with that kind of uh, bravery to really get stuck into things. And to spend all that time. I, will, I, I promise, I'm making a promise right now on Budpod. I will never get really fully stuck into anything in my entire <laughs> life. Everything I do will be half-assed. <laughs> it will be uh, from a distance. It'll be a light touch. I will never get my hands dirty, no matter how worthy the cause. You are like Prince Charles at a fair. King Charles. Yes, call him by his name. This is a cause I will get my hands dirty for, Pierre. <laughs> your monarch. Call him by his name. <laughs> you're King. like you're like King Charles at a fair. Oh yeah. You're in, you're at the fair. I'm at the fair. And you're I'm you're, nodding, I'm smiling. You're not gonna throw a coconut at the coconut shy. No, but I will stand hands behind my back and watch a child miss before saying nice try. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or making some joke about the fact that they're hairy or Yes. You yeah. might inspect a coconut. 
yeah yeah maybe throw it up once and catch it and then put it back down yeah and sort of nod as if to say yes good this is one of my main <laughs> worries as king is these coconuts yeah yeah that's that's is that do you think that's like what you are like in life uh yeah 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 a, a semi-disinterested monarch or is that what you're going for? Fern has always chastised me as a Malaysian prince. <laughs> is she? She calls me a Malaysian prince. Really? Yeah. Because of how I, of how I interact with the world. Really? Yeah. And maybe that's that's true. Maybe that's funny. Work. What's the most Malaysian prince thing you've done recently? Oh, that's a good question. It's going to be hard to whittle down. The most Malaysian prince thing I've bought, I've done recently is buy some new pasta bowls and um, a pair of Japanese crackle glaze um, turquoise bowls. What? Yeah, crackle glaze. What is crackle glaze? It's like glaze has been baked enough that it cracks a bit and that forms a pattern. And the rim of the bowl is a burnt... Maybe they're just fucked bowls and I, they managed you, to sell them to You me. bought some fucked bowls, oh, mate. bought some fucking fucked bowls. <laughs> But, um, the prince has been very, tricked. The prince, yeah, the prince has no bowls. <laughs> <laughs> only, only the innocent honesty of a child could point could out. Could see that the prince <laughs> had purchased some fucked bowls. <laughs> uh, yeah, as the other, as the others in the crowd cheered, parade of bowls. How marvelous the bowls were! They chanted, and the grand vizier licked the bowl and. Admired it, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just like little d- delightful bits of crockery. That's quite princely. Yeah. That's quite good. But then Fern likes nice things. Fern does like nice things, yeah. Um, I uh, Oh, a princely thing I did yesterday was cut a bit of skin off my hand, uh, um, grating cheese. Oh. My hands cut very easily because the skin is extremely soft on them because I've never done any manual labor. You cut yourself on bread the other day. Yeah, it's actually part of my stand-up. I remember that because I was that was one of the days where it was me, you, and Paul going out on tour. Oh yeah, it's a true story. And you yeah. cut your hand on bread. On bread. Brioche. It was that. I think it was sour. Might actually been sourdough. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, a shard of sourdough. Well, just holding it and cutting it because I had to saw it with the bread knife. Yeah. And you know, I moved my finger across a particularly crusty peak <laughs> of sourdough i guess and it, it cut the, broke the skin it's, it's <laughs> cutting yourself on sourdough is the least <laughs> m- manual not, even, not the knife the bread the bread yeah <laughs> the bread that's like some like yeah, old that's like some old black and white movie gag yeah. Like someone cutting up, up some bread with a knife and then going, oh, and dropping both. And you see that, like, the knife's fine, but they've impaled their foot with the bread. <laughs> like, that'll be like a cartoon. That's like a Bugs Bunny joke. Yeah, or a fucking... It's, it's a fairy tale. It's, like, it's basically the princess and the pea. Yeah. It's like they only knew he was the true heir to the throne when a slice He of cut himself on cut some... The bread was too peasant-like. <laughs> and too rough. Too rough and, and peasant-like. And cut his hand open. <laughs> and the blue blood flowed out the prince and the bread prince and the bread that's the parable <laughs> the malaysian prince and the bread there must be a, quite a few malaysian princes yes yeah there are, well there are nine sultans um of west malaysia east malaysia doesn't have any any kings um yeah. west, west malaysia does and they take turns on the throne i think it's nine states i think i think so they have, i need okay i'm gonna check that now. yeah check nine sultans and all of their kids are royals Right, y- yeah. they must be princes. Um, 
How many? Who pays for it all? Is it like here? Is it just taxpayers? Or do they have some kind of crazy private sultan stuff going on? I imagine it's similar to here. Yeah, nine kings. Despite having nine kings, only one can serve at the country's head of state at a time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so nine of the 13 states and three federal territories are ruled by their own kings. Do they get to, do they do much locally? The, I don't know, because I never lived in a king one. Yeah. Um, That's the other half of the big old country. Yeah. I never lived in a king one. People forget how much bigger other countries are than the UK. Yes, although population-wise, the UK is bigger than Malaysia. Yeah, but like I found out the other day that like our population is not that much bigger than Myanmar or Burma. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. They've got like 60 million. Really? I think so, or 58. Or, but like in your head, you just go, oh, Myanmar, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah and, that's what, 300,000 people? Yeah, so seven guys, seven or eight guys. Yeah. Can't get along. There's like us, the more people, the, then, you know, China, America, and India have more people than us. And then every other country's like Iceland, 300,000 people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even France and Germany. There's only so many of them. It's mainly just tourists <laughs> walking around. <laughs> Germany's just like forests and factories and sausages. And then we're the, other, we're the fourth country that is, is, exists. <laughs> we are the fourth country. <laughs> after the three really big ones that we can't deny. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, uh, yeah, mad. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm going to, speaking of countries, I'm going to New Zealand and Australia in a bit. Oh. And uh, another month. Another month. If you're in Auckland or Australia, uh, please come to my tour shows. I'll be in Auckland on the 2nd of November and then around Australia until oh. the 15th or something like that. Sorry, I'm just, I'm really noisily adjusting okay. my I'm my, just going to do my antipodean plug while you... Hang on, this, but I, I might be interrupting it with horrible noises. Oh, I'm going to no. hold the pop shield in front of me like a courtesan with a fan. That's my, oh, uh, yes. that's my plan. All right, try, let's try that again. Do the plug. Okay, I'll be in Auckland on the 2nd of November and then touring around Australia. Yeah. Um, Brisbane at some point. This not necessarily in order. Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Perth. Sorry if I'm... I think that's it. Sorry if I'm not going to your place. You should I be. I didn't... It wasn't my decision totally. How long are you gone for? I'm gone for two and a half weeks. It's a long time to be away from here. It's a long road to fly to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Thank you. That's a very 90s. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that Metallica Pearl Jam sort of. What happened to that sound? I feel like was it did Creed was Creed the last band to truly do it? Maybe Creed, Nickelback was the last. Uh, there was a and bit. Nickelback of, must have killed it. There was a bit of it in Nickelback. Yeah. Look at this photograph. Yeah. Every time I do it, makes me laugh. Photograph. How did that that voice sound? Sometimes yeah. when there's like a generational sound like that, you just think How, there must be a first from? guy to. Often when you look at music history, it's all you you look b back at like. You go like, well, how did who started woke up this morning? You know, like who did that? And, then, and inevitably, it's like. Blind Willie Jefferson. And it's like a particular guy yeah, who everyone yeah. credits with like, no one ever talked about how they woke up until Blind Willie. Yeah. And there's like all these like old like 
barely rescued vinyls of really rare recordings that sound really bad. Yeah. Like, not musically, but just like... <coughs> and you can kind of hear the old blind Willie Jefferson picking on his banjo. Yeah. So no, who is that going to be like uh, some VHS in the 90s? Some kid in a garage is going... Oh. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It must be... Unless eight, it came out of 80s glam rock. It must have started right? in the 80s because Metallica and Pearl Jam are also 80s bands. But who was going... In the 80s? Well, I, well, certainly initially Metallica and Pearl Jam, but someone before that, surely. Interesting. Who's the origin point of... Imagine we find some old recordings of Frank Sinatra going... Fly me to the moon. <laughs> and you're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> started here i want to be a part of your t- new york just in this insane like Sir enter the sandman he's like what the hell <laughs> god see you have a grace queen it's that old hundreds of years old secret maybe that's it there's got to be a, a, an origin point. Someone will know. But I don't even know what to Google. When did people start going, <laughs> How do you write How do you spell that? How would you even try? E-R... E-Y-R... E-Y-E-R-R... E-A-H? Yeah. Something like that. This is the kind of thing where like you'd have to... We have to invent like a symbol. <laughs> like musical notation yeah you know it's like no no a pound sign means <laughs> a pound sign means to sing it like metallica like pearl jam yeah <laughs> oh i see i'm sorry let me try that again god yeah it has to have the italian note. it has to have an italian note there it's be like metal metallicaissimo or something metallicaissimo metallicaissimo that means like, <laughs> um, I realized the other day I never updated the listeners about um, my mega bed. Oh yeah, my your gorilla mega bed. hard as- asphalt bed. My my that you need because your butt has destroyed my concrete bed. The concrete bed because my bedonk has has smat- shattered every mattress it's ever met. At last, a mattress that is a match for your ass. <laughs> a match ass, mattress match ass. A, match, a mattress match ass. <laughs> a mattress match ass. Yeah, and it's worked. Does it? Yeah, my back is much better. My back hurts today, but that's because I did squats yesterday. I can see your bedroom now. I'm tempted to go in and give that mattress a whack. It's really, f- it's firm as hell. God. It's, you can ping right off it. Can but- I whack your mat? <laughs> You can whack my mat. Can I whack my mat? I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna jog over. I'm gonna. I'm gonna smack a corner, which I'm guessing is the cleanest part of any mat. Yeah. Well, you don't know me, mate. <laughs> oh no. Um, it'll, it'll be the firmest part as well, the corner. Okay, I'm gonna least... give the corner a, a pat. Do it. Phil's going now. He's running a bit like Sasquatch. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> okay. He's entering the room now, the bedroom. It's not a big flat. He's tapping it. I can hear him tapping it. He's returning. He's giggling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, my. He's back. Let's my see. My reactions of the mattress. Yeah. The, mat, 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 the ass mattress. The hard mattress is. Um, 
more give than I thought. I thought it was actually be a hard block, but I was able to shuka shuka shuka. But it is like if the sponge was made of steel. Yeah. So there's a bit of give, but then it stops giving after a, a bit. But it's like clink, 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 clink. when I'm pushing down on it, isn't like oh, it's, it's like clink, 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 clink. It's very structural. Yes, yes. It feels like you're pressing down on the on the internal skeleton of a skyscraper or something. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah, it's what it would feel like to be King Kong or Godzilla. A big mech. Yes, yeah. Smushing a big building. It would feel like that. It, yeah, it feels like there's a steel lattice inside. Yeah, and I hope there is. Is it springs? Very sprung. A lot of sprungs. There's a lot of sprungs. It seemed to need to be like forged by craftsmen. So is your back better now? It's way better because I'm not That's sleeping great. in a ditch. That's great. Or in a divot. And how's your partner finding it? She just pinged through the ceiling. I haven't <laughs> seen her since. She she went, she went. Well, good night. Bang and just <laughs> left a Warner Brothers hole in, in the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. Arms and legs splayed. <laughs> but the noise just went. Choo! It was that fast. Yeah, it's so fast. Like the sound followed. Yeah, and she's she just went, and then you, and then a couple of seconds you went. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Last scene: uh, destroying the International Space Station and killing every astronaut on board. <laughs> <laughs> Hammering through it. Very unlucky for them to be directly above my mattress <laughs> at that point in low Earth orbit or wherever they are. Well, that's great. I'm yeah. glad you're sleeping again. Highly recommend buying an insanely firm mattress if you if don't want to wake up in a ditch. If you've got a, a ditch-making butt. If you've got a ditch-making butt. Whereas I found my mattress was too hard for a bit and I had to buy softener. I had to buy softener to put on top. Uh, oh, yeah? I'm a Malaysian prince. Yeah, that's quite I princely to, as well. I see what yeah. Fern's talking about now, actually, now that you've said it. Yeah. How did it work? Yeah. Yeah, I improved things greatly. <laughs> greatly. How how much softener we talk? What is it like a foot of foam that you just no, like sellotape to the bed? It's like it's like six inches, maybe four inches, even not very much. Okay. Um, it just it just it just adds another layer of softness on top of a mattress. <laughs> on top of my mattress. My mattress is quite firm with a bit of memory foam, and I think maybe it's a bit too firm. So I just add a little softness on the top. Someone <laughs> was saying that um, someone was saying that firm mattresses are a scam, and actually you should. But I think. I think it's just personal. I think everyone's got a different like weight distribution of their body. Yeah. Everyone has a different shape to their body um, and needs support in different places. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I need to I need to redistribute some of my weight off my body, Phil. Ah. But I can't stop eating Mao-am. I ate so many Mao-am. <laughs> I didn't see you going to mao No. But I can't stop eating Mao-am. <laughs> Yesterday I ate a lot of Mao Am. Uh, the chairman's favorite sweet, of course, Mao Am. Yes, Ma it's because Mao had someone who went, mmm. And you go, mmm, Mao Am hungry. Mao Am hungry for more of those sweets, whatever they're called. <laughs> and people said, good news, your highness. How would you address, comrade chairman? I guess. I guess it'd be chairman. Great helmsman. Yeah. Mao Am, man, in those strips, not the balls. I didn't know they came in balls. Yeah, you can get a ball of Mao balls. Little, little gumball-looking things. Hi, caramba. No thanks. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I had recently that I forgot what I really liked? Chocolate hobnobs. 
Yeah. Sometimes you go back to the classics and you go, this is why they're classics. There's a little oatiness there. Yeah. There's a chocolatiness there. With a, with a cup of tea, you dunk it in the tea, you eat it. Oh, it's nice. Secret hack apparently is to eat it upside down. What? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, the biscuit, not you, I should clarify. <laughs> um, yeah, then the chocolate, like hit, chocolate hits your tongue, mate. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's also how you're supposed to eat sushi. With the chocolate on uh, uh, on your tongue, <laughs> uh, I think you 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 meant to put a bit of soy on the fish and then put it down on your uh, put on your tongue. Fish that down. makes more sense. Yeah, and you meant to use your fingers, not chopsticks. You meant to use fingers. Use sushi, sushi finger food. Yeah, finger food. That can't be right. Is that true? Yeah. But then why? Because we do things wrong, Pierre. Because Everything we do you and I do. Even though we think it is right, it's wrong. It's actually been wrong this whole time. It's actually wrong. I I really hate those articles and podcasts which are called things like "You're wrong about." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give give me a a break. I'm trying <laughs> my best. Why don't you fuck off? Don't you fuck off. You're so clever, <laughs> are you? This podcast is called "A List of Things You Didn't Even Know." I thought you knew, but you're actually wrong because you're thick. We're going to be busting some of the myths that fuckwits like you have <laughs> in your head about obvious things, in our opinion. It's like, I got to get I gotta get this at work. I got to get this at home. And now I got to take it from you? <laughs> I got to take this at work and I come home. I want to relax. I got to take this from you, podcast? It's constantly being st- called an idiot by the internet. <laughs> Just tweets. Strap in, fuckheads. Uh... This is a thread about... No. Leonardo da Vinci and no. how he was problematic. Yeah, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. So you could say in a way, he was really like a renaissance pirate. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go back to school. Learn a skill. I, I, my response to so many of those things is always, I don't know enough about what you're talking about. But I have known enough about some things in my life to know... That the people who talk like you are always wrong. In a quite, not in a completely wrong, but wrong in a few key areas that you've had to summarize for time slash humor purposes. Yes. And I know that you are not being rigorous uh, and accurate like an actual academic would be. So don't usually, pretend. They're usually wrong about the, the element they're most excited about. Yeah, the bit where they say, you know, in, in a way, Papyrus was like the internet. And you go, it wasn't. <laughs> They always make some mad claim with like modern relevance. And you go, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a very important thing on its own. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. Um, uh, speaking of um, hieroglyphics on scraps of old bamboo, we should do some correspondence. Uh, washed up on the banks of the Nile. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Moses and his cot. And with him, a bunch of correspondence. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ring Correspondence. Okay, I'm going to get my little mask up here. And we've heard from... Who have we heard from? That's the wrong email address. I was about to say one of my own personal emails. We've heard from Rowan. Rowan. He's growing on me. That's good. Um, Dear Phil and Pierre. Classic. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um... In a recent episode of Budpod, this is a while ago, you mentioned not knowing of a modern version of pretending to be a foreign noble that would work as a scam these days. <laughs> I have no memory of this. Pretending to be a foreign noble that would... Okay, so back in the day... Oh, right, right, right. Back in the day, people used to come here pretending to be the Grand Vizier from somewhere or the Sultan yeah. from somewhere. Or maybe it was like me pretending to be a Sultan from the East and getting favors because of that and we said like you you can't do that anymore just because of social media and it's so easy to check if you actually are the king of somewhere yeah exactly yeah so he says uh i present to you someone who i went to school with called alex wood okay who ran a semi-successful scam on hotels pretending to be the duke of marlborough oh wow so there's a bbc news article about this guy and he ran up a bunch of hotel bills in like mayfair right and then pay them well, no, that's the whole point of the scam. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just an eccentric man spending his own money. Yeah, but how did he get away by not paying them? He didn't. That's why he's in the news. <laughs> that's why we're hearing about it. Well, how this. did he get away with one to, to make it a number of them? I'm not sure, actually. That's a good point. So let's see. Because like, there's a certain level of service at these hotels where if you just go, yeah, if you contact my estate. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then guess. like you've got 24 hours to go apeshit. Yeah. And just order room service and flip out. So I assume it was something like that. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, these are some uh, gentlemen's agreement hotels. Yes, that sort of thing. And he made up some. Oh, wow, eight thousand pounds of of bills in Mayfair, Canary Wharf, and South Kensington. Of course. Gosh, yeah. There was no real plan there. And this is twenty fifteen. This is a while ago. And Rowan continues. He says, "Koji Rowan and uh." He says, P.S. He went on to less savoury schemes, conning family-run businesses out of nearly £2 million after he got out, and is back in prison. So not a great guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. He no. went to school with... Um, with Rowan. With Rowan. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I guess I guess racking up hotel bills maybe is the, the, the gateway drug to full-on scams. Yeah, this is the dark side of, of the risk-taking that Uber Butler was doing, mm. taking on Amazon Channel 4. Mm. Watch mm-hmm. it. Watch it. Watch it. You I, I thought you were saying watch it, then like be careful. Watch you don't, it. You don't enter the dark side. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, maybe. Because maybe if you... Do you think Louis Theroux or Darren Brown ever thinks like, I could rob a bank. <laughs> I could fucking do it, man. Yeah, Darren Brown surely has the power to. 
Yeah, unless he's lying about everything. Maybe he already has, and we all just have been tricked. We all think it's fine. We got a message from Lewis. Lewis, who is he? Mm. Lewis says, to poo it may concern. <laughs> Very good. I'm a Bud Pod Pistorian. Oh, I should say thank you, Koji, and thank you to all the Bud Pod Buds who've seen me on tour in the last few weeks. Oh, yes, likewise. Um, and for the people who got in touch and explained that hypermobility could be Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and is linked with autism. I do know these oh, things. It's true. Really? EDS, yeah. I probably do have it. What would something physical be linked to autism? Autism has a lot of physical aspects. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were learning more and more every day, Phil. Goodness. Stuff to do with the fibers of your nerve endings, all kinds ah, of things. Ah, what? Mm. Oh my days! It's a it's a it's a way of life. Yeah, well, it's a it's a neurotype. It's a, literally you basically it's like saying brain shape. It's not like doink. a thing that you can take a pill to doink, clear doink, up doink. like an infection. I'm I'm going doink 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 blinking like this doink 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 well, like yeah. the meme of that blonde guy going hmm? doink doink doink. <laughs> no, it's a big uh, it's a big deal. There's all sorts of interesting and strange physical things popping up um dear dear do i'm a bad pod historian finding it late in the covid near apocalypse and i'm wading my way through the delicious conversational sludge <laughs> i love it and try to get in three or four doses a week i'm on currently ep 127 and i'll see you in the pucha <laughs> <laughs> that's good i'll see you in the pucha we gotta go back Marty. we gotta go shat marty shat to the pucha <laughs> <laughs> cack, cack to the cack to the pooch. Cack to the poocher. And the sequel, cack to the poocher poo. <laughs> Goodness sake! Shouty <laughs> <laughs> McFlies. Nice. Yeah. Shouty McFlies. Um, I've been trying to sift through my brain vault for a suitable tale to no avail until Poogate. This is he, he's figured out he remembers a story. Oh, yeah. Fuzz. Yeah. I joined the ambulance service in December 2019. Timing. Wow. Wee. Good for you, but bloody yeah. hell. After I finished my initial training, I started on station in March 2020. And then the world shat itself. God, yeah. So joining the reserves like in 1936 or whatever. 39 even. Just like the same year. Oh, yeah. Because it's like three months away. <laughs> he had three months apiece, this guy. Wow, we. Yeah, that is very like, uh, ah, another quiet day here on the Belgian-German border. <laughs> just something to, just reason to get out, meet new people. Yeah. My new green family and I waded through bodily fluids galore, attempting to dodge the dreaded 19. The dreaded 19. COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Side note, I've caught the nifty blighter six times. Six? Six COVIDs for this guy. I'm still on one. Is I'm, that I'm on one off? confirmed. One confirmed case. I'm pretty sure I've had it a couple of times after. Yeah. It can be quite hard to tell if you're vaxxed because you get symptoms, but not it's not registering on the... Sure, sure. But and I guess if you're on the front lines... Like oh, this... yeah. Lewis is fucking drinking absolute pints of it mm. after work every day. Yum. Somewhere in the furore of 2022, Southeast England had a biblical amount of sky water, which broke some underground piping. So our station was flooded and unusable for many months. Oh, right. Like an ambulance station. The repair and refurbishment works were far from quick, but resulting in a fully functional and fresh feel building. 
Of course, paramedics. He's he's saying paras, which to me is a parachute regiment soldier. Yeah. But I guess it's paramedics in this. Of course, paramedics need to plop, and some lovely new dump boxes were built for us. <laughs> oh, <no>. Hooray! <laughs> uh, but we can't use them without a little chuckle. Without a little chuckle. Mm. Right. Because a month before the grand reopening, an email from our dutiful management circulated telling us of a nefarious yet giggly crime. The toilets were half built and not yet plumbed in. Visibly and existentially, they were nothing more than the three porcelain thrones aligned in an unplastered, unroofed brick box. It's like open air. Un- right, right, but going nowhere. Yeah, just toilets in there. Connected to nothing. Yeah, like an art exhibit. <laughs> Les trois toilettes. Um, some unknown beast jester had taken a torrid shite in the middle pan. <sighs> The whispers arose both on the station WhatsApp group and in person. There were factions of paramedics undertaking and ultimately failing the side quest to investigate uh. and apportion blame. What did he, she, or they wipe with? The facilities had no running water, never mind double-ply butt rags. Oh, no. Oh, no. Had they realized too late that they'd have to go it alone after dropping their bow- bountiful butt bomb? Or had it been a premeditated attempt to sully the rising phoenix that was the new station? Why would someone do that? Nimbies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this country's like, Phil. We get no new infrastructure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ambulance times are too long, but I don't want them right next door. Yeah. What if they need to poo in a toilet? <laughs> the worst thing is that the temporary and perhaps more importantly, fully functional portaloos were less than three meters away. Oh, my God. That is this a key. Is, this is vandalism. This L- is terrorism. Lewis, I wish you'd mentioned that detail earlier because that changes everything. That changes everything. This is a targeted attack. There is no chance, therefore, it was a mistake. No. They it can't have been a mistake. Exactly what they were doing. One thing I can tell you about it is that the manager that broke the Pui News had to scrag and bag and discard the thing. Ugh. Mm. Man. I like to think he had to use a special ambulance poo knife. A shit scalpel, if you will. He doesn't like to revisit this particular moment in his career. Six months on, Poogate is still a source of intrigue and 3 a.m. night shift giggles. We often wonder if the culprit was a disgruntled builder, an ambulance worker, or a wandering vagrant. Mm. Mm, all hail the phantom parapua, Koji Lewis. P.S. My wife is an obsessive-compulsive tat buyer. Ah! Oh. And I have become largely tat blind. Oh, no. He's tat blind. He's tat blind now. Apart from this thing, which annoys me on a daily basis, see attached, enjoy. Oh, yeah, that's irritating. What is it? Um, the image is a sort of sprig of, of flowers of some kind, like a branch and leaves and flowers. Yeah. Like laid out, you know, trimmed and laid okay. on a page. And like a nibbed pen and like a glass inkwell. Yep. Uh, all in green, sort of laid out quite nicely. Okay. And then the text says, Born blank, now I'm blank. Born blank, now I'm blank. It's not quite in cursive. And is it to do with the pen and the inkwell? No, it's weird. The background is very much like, happy birthday, grandma, imagery. But this caption is, yeah, born blank, now I'm blank. Born young, now I'm wise. That would be better than this. Born beautiful, now 
I'm kind. It's kind of a play on words. Oh. Born beautiful, now I'm kind. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of a funny. play on words. Yeah, kind of. So the born blank on its own is a common phrase. Yeah. And then now I'm blank is the slightly like, oh, poo-poo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Born different? No, that's even more uh, of an obvious phrase than that. Born lucky, born heavy, born born to be wild, now I'm tame. That would be good if slightly heartbreaking. Okay, I'll give up, I'll give up. Born free. Oh, born free. Born free. Yeah. Come on, Phil. Born free, now I'm... Expensive. Yeah. Ah. Ooh, <laughs> Half a degree Very yeah. amusing. Very so good. it's like, like, what is that saying? When I was a baby, you could go out with me for free. <laughs> now that I'm an adult, you have to pay me. You have to buy me things. When I was a when I was a baby, I drink I drink Carling and be happy. <laughs> yeah. But now I got I've got pricier tastes. Back when I was a baby, I didn't even want you to take me to a noisy restaurant. Now I'm an adult. That's what I want. When I was a baby, I just wanted to kick my heels up at home and smoke a dupe and just be a cool <laughs> chick. As a baby. But now, I want to be wined and dined. I want caviar. I want sparkles. <laughs> yeah. As a baby, I only drank uh, free uh, tit milk. <laughs> it's still kind of saying you want things for free, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually more consistent than it appears. Oh, that's, that's, that's um, adroitly put. I drank for free when I was a baby, and I'm going to drink for free now. Yes. Different drink. Different pair. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Same yeah. baby. Same little baby. Uh, is that all the time we have? That's pretty much all the time we well, have, yes. One, Pierre and I, of course, are on tour for a couple more weeks. But for Bud Pod listeners, pertinently, Bud Pod Christmas is on sale. Yeah, 15th of December. Bud Pod Live at the Bloomsbury Theatre in London. Tickets are on sale on the Bloomsbury Theatre website. I suppose so. Yeah. I suppose they better be. Um, Come and get them. Yes. And also, not to forget, you better not forget that I am on at the Leicester Square Theatre doing the last ever outing of uh, Why Can't I Just Enjoy Things, my hit fringe show 2022. Um, 23rd of November, Leicester Square Theatre, 7 p.m., baby. Come and see or don't come and see. Those are your options, but I would prefer it if you did the first one. <laughs> it's uh, a free country. It's a free country, but also please do it. Um, uh, yes, Australia, New Zealand, I'm at you, coming at you in November. In England, a few more dates, two more weeks. Go on my website, see if I'm coming. Otherwise, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Smokey. The, the journey is about half an hour. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.